Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. I'm Corey Valdez. And I'm Tony Cookston. Thanks for tuning in with us, Tony. We've got a great show for everybody. First of all, let me just say you're welcome. You're welcome. That you're I'm, welcome. That I'm tuning in with you today. <laughs> I'm glad that you're here it's with a me special, today. It's a special favor that I'm, uh, that I'm doing for you, but you know, after all these years, I can't think of another place I'd rather be. Uh, except uh, on vacation. Yeah, except for like that. you are for half the year. Sometimes I'm on vacation and still on the radio. But it's been a while since we did that. That has, re- I think that has happened one time. Me, on the other hand, has happened way more. Oh, as that I see, it's always you say, more. I'm not doing it's it. It's always myself. more. It's Please always call more me. Corey. Please right. call me. <laughs> hey, it's beautiful outside in the Pacific Northwest. I don't know if you've been out there, but it is amazing. It is amazing, especially if you're working on your house. I know this uh, the, the weekend warrior weekend. It's a perfect weekend for that. Oh yeah, Tony, what are you working on at your house? Um, well, you know, I kind of have just completed a couple of projects which were, um, super supervisory intensive. Um, I spend a lot of time watching other people do work there. And so I'm very tired and I'm taking a break from projects. (laughs) From writing the check. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, oh, my checkbook writing hand. Yeah. We, we had a a real crunch of projects that just were completed. We had to get some trim replaced. As you know, we had some rotten trim on the house, so we had to get some trim replaced before we could prime and paint. Uh, but now, all of that is done. Now, I spend the whole rest of the summer just appreciating my newly painted home, which is beautiful. Yeah, you know, you had rotten trim at your house because you didn't paint it for what? That's absolutely not true. It had primer on it. For seven years. It had primer on it. And you said, oh, I don't know why it's rotted. <laughs> But no, I, I see, I have a similar situation, but that, different. I thought if it was primed, it was good to go for like the first 10 years you of were wrong. installation. You were poor, sorely wrong. I, clearly, I was. Well, I wish you would have told me that 10 years ago before, uh, all my, before all my trim rotted. That's okay. But see, see, I have a similar situation. Yeah. My home was built in the 60s, and it has cedar siding. No, it doesn't have cedar. It has redwood siding. <laughs> it's got some cedar on it now. And I tell you what... The cedar siding or that redwood siding did not age well. It had a coat of paint on it from the original, and then they painted it again over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm having to tear off an entire wall and replace it. Yeah, because it's all rotted. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but it didn't rot everywhere, just in some places. It's yeah. like uh, you know, I think we, I feel like that the product that you're using sometimes. Um, depends not sometimes, maybe all the time, depends on the quality of installation. The quality of installation in that particular situation depends on whether it's going to last a long time or not very long. Um, obviously, I would re- agree with that. Obviously, we know that Redwood is a performer. It's been used for a, a long, long time. Uh, but if it's not installed correctly, then it, it just doesn't perform. And in your case, it didn't Well, everywhere. but here in the Pacific Northwest, we see a lot harsher... Uh, conditions. You know, it rains here eight months out of the year. It's always soggy. It's always wet. I mean, I feel like there's better products out there designed for the Pacific Northwest. Well, we know there is, which is really what leads us to today's show. That was a nice lead-in. Segway. Wow, you are good. I didn't even see that coming. I helped plan the show and I didn't even see that coming. Caught you off guard. Yeah, you are good. Yeah, so today we have special guests on the show today. 
Um, our guests today are going to be talking about a product that is actually already everywhere, um, and yet not everywhere enough, right? It's like it's everywhere, but they really aren't being used as 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 much as they should be. Yeah, there's. Uh, let's just get right into it. We've got. We're uh, not going to dangle the carrot anymore. No, I don't think we should. No more carrot dangling. Let's get. We've got a lot to talk about today, right, so let's, let's get, get them on here. Let's get them on. We've got uh, Nicolette Hydes and Mitchell Cook with James Hardy. How are you guys doing? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having us. And Mitchell, how are you? <laughs> doing very well, guys. Appreciate you having us today. Good, yeah, good. Th- we're super excited to have you guys on. Obviously, we talked about uh, how poignant or how applicable the hardy product is in so many different applications people think hardy siding yep you're right hardy makes an amazing siding and a lot of people all over the united states are using that product already but hardy also makes a bunch of other products and so we want to talk about all that stuff how the hardy system works together as opposed to just using individual hardy products and and that kind of stuff but let's start by nicolette tell us a little bit about you yeah, so I have long been in the construction industry. I grew up with a father who's general contractor. So I've been on it and around it for my entire life. So when I came to work for Hardy, much like you guys, I was standing outside in my house looking at both my plank and the trim that I had on it. And I had Hardy plank with wood trim like yeah. you did. And like every, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just like that I seemed to be every house in the, that was built in the last 20 years. They For some reason, they said... Wood trim is okay. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, finish. So, you know, as I as I fast forward through the, the years that I've been here, I'm now into my second house and ready to sell the first one. And I got to go back and do that weekend project and, and replace the trim that I had on there and excited that I'm in the position I am today to be able to put the hardy trim with the hardy plank. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm telling you what I'm excited about. I'm excited about the day that I'm selling my house, right? And the and they say, well, tell us a little bit about the house. Well, let me tell you, it's got hardy siding on it, and it's got hardy trim on it, and it's going to last literally forever, and you'll never have to replace it ever, ever, ever. That's what I'm gonna say, uh, and I'm super excited for the day that I get to sell because I feel like it's a selling feature. Corey and I say this all the time on the radio: um, the value of your home is predicated on somebody else's value, and you know somebody's. Uh, perception of how something is going to be and all of those things a lot of things that play into it right one person's you know valuable to one person may not be valuable to somebody else but hardy is beyond all of that hardy is just a performer right and so it's going to be valuable any way you look at it and i'm just excited about the opportunity to share that value with the person that's asking me about my home well and tony think about this too that a value when you talk about value cost versus value your home decreases in value if you don't maintain it. There are many things around your home that you have to maintain, otherwise they fall apart, like Tony's trim that he didn't paint for seven years. <laughs> that, besides the point, there's a yeah. lot of things. So if you could take one of those things away that you don't have to maintain, like your siding and your trim and all of those things, your soffit and all the other products that we'll talk about that Hardy even makes that you probably don't even know why wouldn't you do that right you know it's right. like that it's we always talk about buying a composite deck you know composite decking has grown leaps and bounds over the years because there is so much maintenance with putting down a wood deck that you have to maintain it every year if not twice a year yeah 
siding is the same way. If you don't maintain it, it will deteriorate and you're going to have a huge bill on your hands. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, hey, Corey, uh, we actually have to take a break here in just a second. And when we get back, I'm going to introduce Mitchell Cook and I'm going to make you talk. Mitch, I know you don't want to. He's <laughs> trembling over there. He's scared to death, but we're going to make him talk uh, as soon as we get back. So you be ready. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. If you haven't already, go check us out on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash WW Home Show. That is if you haven't deleted your Facebook. <laughs> Why would people delete their, delete their Facebook? <laughs> no reason. Oh. Anyway, on the show today, <laughs> we're talking about uh, James Hardy siding. And we've got Nicolette Hydes <laughs> and Mitchell Cook with us from James Hardy. If we were actually going to um, introduce... Mitch, have you had enough time to feel uh, like you're ready to just get after it here? Or? Oh, guys, I feel great. Let's do it. Well, tell us a little bit about you and uh, and the company that you work for. So I work for James Hardy, of course. I've uh, been with Hardy for about six years now, and I focus on one segment of our business, which is single-family repair and remodel. Nice. So it's uh, probably the most exciting part of our business, being you just see a transformation of a house we'd take like Corey's house that's had a lot of issues. Yeah. And we put on some new Hardy on it and we see a full transformation that occurs. It's uh, it's very exciting to see and you can see that within a very short period of time versus when you'd see a new construction home being built, it would take six or seven months. So yeah. it's a very entertaining part of our business. Yeah, it's a, it's a great product. Let's take a second though, because I feel like there's a lot of people listening right now that are like, what the heck is James Hardy? I mean, besides a, a name. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we say James Hardy like we know what it is because we do. We're in the business. But explain it to somebody that has never even heard of it. Yeah, that's it. The, uh, the crazy thing, we still get a lot of people that ask us if Hardy Plank is a new product. Is it a fad product? Uh, we're actually in 128 years in business right now. So we started wow. actually out of uh, Australia. Uh, we've been in the U.S. market since 1980 now. So we only really make one product, and that is fiber cement products. So we've been making fiber cement since the early 1900s, uh, but in the U.S. market since about 1980. So it's a it's fiber cement. When you say fiber cement, yep, it's a a lap siding, and other products that we'll get into. But it's constructed of cement and fiber. That's I mean that's it. That's really at its core. I mean, there's a lot more to it. Uh, a lot of things like we call it the special sauce that goes into it, but it's majority <laughs> of it is concrete. So your highest grade of concrete you can buy, which is Portland cement, uh, which is the most of it. Uh, the rest of it you'd see is a mixture of silica sand and then cellulose fibers. And the fibers really act as the rebar and the sand actually as is the stability factor for the board. So it's rebar, kind of, it's an interesting, a lot of people refer to it as cement board. It's kind of, kind of like yep. cement board, right? So just imagine folks that you're siding your house 
with uh, little planks of concrete or cement. And there's the 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 easiest thing to remember about that is is this: it doesn't burn, it doesn't rot, the bugs don't eat it, it doesn't dent. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of things, and it and and what else? It doesn't do any of those things. It's uh, it's just kind of like a bulletproof. I mean, not like technically bulletproof. I don't know. Maybe bullets don't go through it, but it's it, figuratively speaking, it's a bulletproof. <laughs> Let's try it out on your house, type product. You know, yeah, the funny thing what, is, there is actually a YouTube video of a couple of Russian guys putting uh, everything from a nine millimeter all the way through uh, an Uzi right through it. Oh, really? So it's uh, it's pretty entertaining. So we but, hear but stories not, about, uh, tur- but not bulletproof but not in the bullet- end. Oh, no, do yeah, do we don't recommend home. that. That <laughs> may affect your warranty. All right, okay. And the other thing is too, we also manufacture manufacture you know hardy backer that goes in wet oh, areas yeah. inside the house as well so, so that's... these products they're all made kind of about the same same thing it's the same idea cement portland cement fibrous material some sort of fiber like you said that acts like the rebar that's actually a really good analogy analogy i didn't even think of it that way uh makes it super strong but yeah hardy backer is kind of known um Throughout the industry to go behind tile, to tile help, backer, yeah, a yeah, tile backer board to help prevent cracking, and it's a very level, perfect surface. Yeah, yeah. So as you think about the backer business that we have, it's for areas that are wet. You know, you think about your bathtub and your shower and your tile floors, and then you think about the kitchen and the backsplash. And it's important for the durability of those products that go on the face that everybody looks at that the water doesn't go back behind as well. And that's what Hardy Backer is really designed to do and so you look at the exterior of the home and you know we live in a very wet climate so those materials you need don't to, say yeah <laughs> the wettest <laughs> it feels like sometimes the rainforest that we live in 125 years oh yeah i mean making some version of what they're selling today which is uh that's amazing i had no idea and started in australia Interesting. The down under. So coming over here, I mean, it sounds like, you know, we know of James Hardy products because we sell millions and millions of these of pieces of James Hardy every single year. Um, about how many how many houses do you think have Hardy on them right now? About eight million houses. <laughs> eight yes. million. That is a great number. And growing. That's a lot. Eight yeah. million strong. You remember that? Uh, no. And <laughs> growing. Um, <laughs> thank you. She yeah, that is a lot. Um, I, I feel like, honestly, I know that we've been selling Hardy. Uh, Par Lumber Company's been selling Hardy and Hardy products for a long time. A long time. Um, I've been with the company for 30 years. And um, I remember when it was becoming very popular. In my opinion, it was becoming very popular in the, um, you know, in the late 90s, I feel like, is when it really started to catch on. LP, Louisiana Pacific, was very popular prior to that time, um, early 90s. And uh, and then Hardy kind of picked up the ball and ran with it from that point. And it's been the sighting to have uh, ever since then, I feel like, as a, as a representative of Par Lumber Company, a company who sells building material supply, um, Hardy has been the product to have since the late 90s. Do you agree with that? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Michigan. And uh, every house there is either brick or wood or vinyl. So James Hardy isn't very big out there, or at least it wasn't when I was living there. But when I moved here, everything is James Hardy. I mean, I moved to Oregon 14 years ago. And since I've moved here, I mean, that's... 
it dominates the market. And there's a reason. It's because it's such a good product. I mean, it has such a great warranty. You know, you think about, you think about, uh, like you t- we were talking about before in the first segment is its durability and how long it lasts and, you know, the, the maintenance factor of it. You don't have to worry about any of those things. You know, Corey, I want to go back to something you also said a little bit earlier is about the time, you know, the necessary maintenance and upkeep of your home. And I'm, I'm a mom. I got three kids. Uh, Mitch, you got kids. We all got kids in this room here. And, you know, I value the time that I'm able to spend with them. And Absolutely. The last thing I'm going to do on the weekend is do house maintenance on the outside. It's enough to keep the inside running, running the ship forward. So, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's the same situation that everybody is in, which is literally the birth of this show is because so many people are so busy that they have a hard time wanting, right, or justifying taking the time to do those regular maintenance things that have to be done at the house. Here's the thing. Every time you choose a product that's a high-maintenance product, and we do, right, a wood deck, a wood front door, we choose high-maintenance products because we love them for whatever reason that it is. Um, Well, it's so luxurious to have to paint your house every four years. (laughs) But it's maintenance, right? And so adding items, aspects to the house that are low-maintenance like siding and trim, uh, also composite decking, for example, allows you to be able to get all of those other maintenance items done in a timely fashion and spend more time with the family. So what you're saying literally makes perfect sense, and it is as true as you're going to want it to be. And everything can't be low maintenance. Some things won't be. So if you can supplement with low maintenance items, then you're right. It changes the quality of your life for real. Yeah. There's definitely some good reasons to choose James Hardy products. So I think uh, we got to take another quick break, but I think after the break, we should talk about those other big reasons to choose Hardy plank. Yeah. And just let's go over a list of products that Hardy offers so we can really get that down and we can talk about each one of them individually i agree okay folks don't go away we'll be right back you're listening to tony and Corey, your weekend warriors hang in there Built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today in the show, we're talking about James Hardy products. James Hardy makes uh, cement siding, cementuous. Fiber cement siding. C- cementuous? Cementuous. That's a word. Cementatious. Yes, cementatious. It is awesome. Cementuous. I mean, it's kind of like sensuous, but in a siding more kind of way. <laughs> Cemental. Cementuous. It's I like a, it. I'm they make fiber it. cement products yes. from fiber backer board, you know, hardy backer to lap siding to trim. 
Yeah. You know, also, they make a lot of different great products. Yeah. Four, four by eight sheets, T one eleven siding, four by nine sheets, four by 10 sheets, stucco board. There's a lot. I mean, there's so much to talk about still today about this product. Folks, if you've ever heard of somebody talk about T one eleven, T one eleven is a, it's a style of siding, right? It comes in four by eight, four by nine, four by 10 sheets of product. Um, it's a style, but T111 is available in Hardy as well. It's made out of fiber cement. It's the same style of siding, just made out of a different um, type of product. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about all that stuff today. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about, since we've got uh, we've got Mitch Cook and Nicolette Hydes here with uh, James Hardy. And let's talk a little bit about the re- what are the biggest reasons somebody would choose James Hardy. I think we kind of talked a little bit about rot and maintenance, but... Let's talk a little bit about that. You guys see this stuff every day. So I, I think you really hit the nail on the head, Tony. I No house is the same. Nobody wants to live in the same cookie cutter home, right? right? Every house has a personality and a character. And, you know, living in Portland, so many of our houses are historic and have a specific type of character to them. And as a manufacturer of siding products, it's important for us. We invest about 20 to $30 million a year in research and development to make products that actually fit different styles of houses now. So as you think about the access that the average homeowner has to creative television around doing it yourself and this program here with the Weekend Warriors, when you talk about you know, access to materials and dreams and how do you make this come true at your own home and taking different ideas, the ability for different types of designs to come into that equation is immense. And so from our perspective as a manufacturer, we don't want to offer just one product in one size, in one texture. We really want to do a whole family of products, a wide variety of different families that allow for us to be able to maximize the design that a home buyer would be interested in or a homeowner would need to continue that character. Yeah, that's, that's, absolutely. That's yeah. so well said. It's amazing. That, I mean, everything that you covered there. I think about it like this. We have a lot of different types of siding that give us a lot of different types of looks on our homes. But over the last hundred years, they're all made out of wood. Everything's made out of wood. And the problem with that is that wood is becoming increasingly more difficult to make last for a long time. So what we've done, what you've done, what Hardy has done is created a a, uh, a recipe to make those same things that we've been using for the last hundred years, but now out of a product that will last for 200 or 300 or 5 million years. Who knows? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, so that's really great. It's uh it's uh, difficult to encapsulate a hundred years worth of ideas and creativity and designs, right? But you've got a really good head start. Well, think about all the different types we offer. have. Yeah. Think about in Portland alone. I mean, you have you know, colonial and craftsman, Victorian and modern. There are so many different styles of homes that are being built it's how do you come up with a siding that can be used on all of them you know it's just well lap that's what you get you get lap siding (laughs) yeah you know so much more than lap so as you look at the different families we've got the hardy plank which comes in a wide variety of different textures and sizes so that you can play with the different design aesthetic. We're seeing a big move right now in, in terms of new construction, more towards that modern detail, which lends itself more to a panel and channel type look, which we would offer like a reveal product is what we would call that. And then we've also got our panel family. So Hardy Panel comes in the four by eight, four by nine, 
and 4 by 10 but we also have four different textures. So a lot of old historic Portland was wood, was cedar, and was smooth. And so how do we mimic that look with our smooth product today and, and keep the historic elements of the home that people love and think of when they think of old Portland? And so it's marrying of all the different design aesthetics we have into these families. So then there's the shingle. A lot of people had cedar shingles or individual shingles on their home. How do we deliver that realistic cedar shake look in a long-term durable product? So we've got a wide variety of options with the shingle. And then soffit for enclosing soffits and trim. And every year we try to think about what does the, you know, what do home buyers and homeowners want uh, in their homes and how do we develop that thing? That's pretty, uh, that's pretty intense. Yeah. I mean, if you think about every um, siding offering out there, you know, a lot of them are pretty complacent with choosing one thing. You get lap or you get panel. Yeah. You know, or you get... You know, whatever it is we make really good, that's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are always kind of out there thinking about, hey, here's the latest design trend. Uh, like, you, what did you say? You said panel and channel. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is uh, very, very popular right now. Yeah. If you think about panel and channel, what you really are saying is that really ultra modern look that has those metal channels in the gaps, you know, sometimes with exposed fasteners. It looks really, really cool. And really, the only way to achieve that is with your product. And, you know, as we think about it, you know, you could put a product out there and there are lots of products that are coming to market. But for us, because our brand value is all around durability, we don't just launch a product without thinking about what how it's going to perform in that environment. So we look at our, our products and we've actually made them engineered for the specific climate that you live in. So what do you mean by that? So as you look across the country, different climactic factors will impact your siding in different ways. So as we've looked at all these different climactic factors, we've got eight of them that we overview, we've broken our products up into different formulations to meet the demand of the environment that you live in. So the climate that we live here in the Pacific Northwest is heavy in moisture and also very heavy in UV, you know, UV exposure and hail and... Humidity and... That's right, bugs. And so we have to think about all these things when we make our product that's very different than somebody that lives in the Midwest where the freeze-thaw, you'll pass through that point many times in a day. My, my brother lives in Wyoming, and you'll go outside, and it's negative four, and then it's 60 degrees outside later on the same day. So you're just <laughs> like, what, what is going on? And there's an impact to the siding that's, that's different that we account for as part of our products that we engineer for the climate that you're in. Yeah, that's it. really interesting. You have to engineer a different formula for different parts of the country. That's pretty impressive. That's right. So in the Pacific Northwest right now, if you are west of the Cascades, you're in Hardy Zone 10. Hardy Zone 10. And That's if, where I am. If you're east of the Cascades, starting at about Hood River, you're in Hardy Zone 5. And so we make two different products for those zones. When I see Hardy Zone 5 written on a piece of paper, I just get cold right then. <laughs> I start thinking, I'm so glad I don't live in Hardy Zone 5. They should call it Hardy Zone negative 5. <laughs> <laughs> Hardy Zone 10 is a way better zone to be in. I like that zone. Uh, yeah, I remember when that came out. That is an amazing uh, bit of science, really, that um, Hardy brings to the table. And they're saying, hey, we're going to do all of this work for you. And we're going to tell you what one of our products is going to fit best in your area. And we're just going to let you buy it and put it on. Because we already did all that work. We took all of that. And then 
what comes with that, all of that hard work is an amazing warranty, right? Let's talk a little bit about the warranty that comes on Hardy products. Is it the same warranty across the board for all the products or is it different for some of the different products? It would definitely be different for some of the products. Now, what we appreciate in warranties is, uh, is homeowner value. Uh, so what I mean by that is homeowners appreciate non-prorated warranties. So when you look at our warranties, whether it's the siding or trim or shingle or panel, they all come with a non-prorated warranty. Oh, okay, nice. So um, I don't know why I just felt obligated to jump to warranty, but but Hardy's got a great warranty. They don't run away from uh, the te- technology that they have poured into their product, and they don't run away from how their product is going to perform. And I don't either because I have absolutely love the Hardy product. Here's I'm just going to tell a little story. This is my Hardy story. Uh, Corey's probably got a Hardy story. Everybody's got a Hardy story, but I'm going to tell mine real quick. Um, when we built our second house, uh, we decided that we wanted to have Hardy siding on the house. Now the house was designed with T111, and um, the ho- the people that built our home um, put T111 on the house. But we decided we wanted Hardy, so we sided Hardy over top of the T111. Right? We just put it right on top. We didn't take it off or reside. We just went right over the top, and but we trimmed in wood. And now, uh, twelve years later, uh, all the wood is rotten. And my Hardy looks like it went on yesterday. It's absolutely gorgeous. That is my Hardy story. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today in the show, we're talking with Nicolette and Mitch from the James Hardy Company. And we're talking about siding, lap siding, all kinds of different things there. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, the product in itself and its durability and why someone would choose that. Yeah, I kind of I kind of left to go to the break there with, with my Hardy story. That's right. Right, where I have Hardy siding on the house. That was a Great decision on my part. Go, Tony. Decided to use hardy siding on my house. Woohoo! And then somehow decided to use wood trim. Mwah, mwah. Well, you know, you just didn't know any better because that was kind of the norm. I know. Everybody always did fiber cement or James Hardy with wood trim. You know, what are the biggest dangers to, to doing that? I mean, honestly, can you answer that, Mitchell? Mitch, yeah, I mean, you go by Mitch or Mitchell? Mitch. Mitch. You can call me whatever you want. I though, think your Corey. email address is Mitch. Yeah, we're an hour into the show. We're still trying to figure out our guests' names. Really great to see you today. Thanks so much for being with us. Mitchell. <laughs> Silly goose. No, I mean, I think uh, the hardest part is uh, it's, it kind of starts with how do we select the right contractor? Because we're going to look at the contractor as they're going to be the expert, and they're going to tell us what products we should have in our house. And if that contractor doesn't tell us about the product and why this particular product makes sense, we're just going to choose on whatever's easiest, maybe whatever cheapest and whatever they just give me. So we've got to kind of Well, educate. you touch on a good point because that is 90% of most people's 
argument is what's yep. the cheapest? Yep. What is the cheapest thing I can put on my house that'll kick the can for the next five years? Yeah. Is, which is insanity. But go ahead. Sorry. No, no, exactly. So I'm mean, focus on the uh, the remodeling segment. Uh, I see a lot of fear out there. The first fear was start with the homeowner saying, "Well, where do I go to select the right contractor? Okay, am I going to use a referral? Am I going to go to a home show, or is it going to be off of the internet? And then how do I know based off of that that they're actually a quality guy? So it's all kind of based off of questions on do they have insurance? Are they actually licensed up? And how do we actually fact check that? Everybody's going to say yes. I've been in business for a long time. I'm a good quality guy and I'm going to answer my phone and be here when I say I'm going to, but what's the proof source that's going to back that up? So the first thing I'd say is, you know, get the license, make sure their insurance is, uh, is up to date, and then fact check that to make sure that their name is actually on the insurance and their name is registered with the state as well. So a lot of guys will pass insurance and licenses back and forth, and it kind of starts there. Yeah, that's uh, that's super shady, man. That happens. Oh, it does. It's so real. Yep. It's so real. It, it, so somebody might even think to themselves, "How do I do that?" You can go on to any uh, Oregon, Washington. They each have their own CCB search uh, function. You just search uh, in Oregon. You search Oregon CCB search, and it comes right up. Same thing with Washington. You type in either a the contractor's name, their last name, uh, or their CCB number, which should be on their business card or you know, or their vehicle or something like that. You can typically ask them for their uh, CCB number. And then once you search it, it comes up with everything. If they've ever had any problems, any disputes, any lawsuits, anything like that, it'll pop right up on there. I mean, along, so that should really be part of your research. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the next thing is going to be, of course, be you're meeting with the contractor uh, and you need to talk with them about products, not just the siding product, but every product that's going to go on your house. So we've done a really good job branding our, uh, our overall business. Everybody thinks our name is actually Hardy Plank, and you've been saying it the whole time. It's yeah. James Hardy. <laughs> Hardy Plank is literally one product that we make out of 2,500. So it's, uh, it's a little bit interesting. It's kind of a generic term, and the issue with that being a generic term and being kind of a Kleenex in the industry is if you're going to ask for Hardy Plank, that doesn't mean you're actually going to get Hardy Plank on your house. You need to make sure that's actually written in documentation and then verify that the material that actually shows up is truly Hardy Plank. Right. We're not the only fiber cement company in town, and I've seen a lot of horror stories over my years of guys asking for Hardy Planks, say they're going to get it, but that's actually not what gets installed on their home. I've seen it before, too. I actually have contractors uh, who come to me, and they're replacing. You know, they have these issues. They come to me and say, hey, look at this Hardy Plank. It's uh, cracked, or it's... Uh, you know, falling apart and all, all of these things. And then we get into looking at it. And I'm like, that's, sorry to tell you, that is not Hardy Plank. That is XYZ company that made, you know, a fiber cement 20 years ago and now they're out of business. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, it happens all, all too often, you know, and it's fiber cement siding is not the only industry, right? Uh, this same sort of a thing happened in the uh, Oregon and Strand Board oriented strand board business they had the same thing one manufacturer was making a product and then a whole bunch of other manufacturers making a product and they all failed and the most popular guy ends up getting taking the rap for everybody else's poorly made products so if you're the guy like hardy that spends all the money on r&d and spends all the money on proper advertising and spends all the money making sure that their product is branded like it should be branded 
then the other people that make stuff that doesn't work very good, when their stuff fails, you guys get blamed for it because you're so recognizable. Well, and like you said, the other component of that is making sure that when someone says, I'm going to use something just like Hardy Plank, that, that as a home buyer or as a homeowner, you say, no, I, I want James Hardy. And that's what needs to be used on my home. And, and it's not just a matter of the, the plank that goes on the siding or a siding, but also that it gets paired with the rest of the Hardy products so that it's a complete system. Right. So as you look at, at the system of the house and how it performs, our products perform better when they're together. What are some of the biggest differences between James Hardy brand and not James Hardy? You know, some of your competitors. What are some of the biggest selling points and biggest differences of why, why it matters? Why does it matter? Yeah, I mean, Nicolette talked about it earlier. I mean, we're in our seventh generation fiber cement. So we've been making fiber cement uh, as a category for a little bit over 100 years now. And we, uh, we put a lot of money and a lot of, a lot of technology into it. So we actually employ 110 concrete PhD scientists uh, down in Fontana, California. And that's all they focus on all day long is, is concrete. So we, uh, we put a lot of energy there because we know if something is to impact that board, that's going to look really bad on us. And we really don't have anything else to fall back on. All we do is manufacture fiber cement. So we are 100% invested in that technology. So we know the three ingredients that work best together and we don't cheap out on them. So we use the best concrete, we use the best sand, and we use the best pulp in it. And then all the special additives that we go in there, it's all premium products. So we want to be known as the premium brand. We don't want to be known as like the cost conscious product. We want to be known as an incredible product at a very good price. We're never going to be the cheapest product out there though. Well, and it's interesting when you say the cheapest product, literally the difference between James Hardy and the cheapest product is not that much. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's right. really on an entire house, it is not that much money. And it is amazing to me how cheap people get when they want to save a dollar. You know, I mean, it, especially on the, the most important part of your home. Yeah. It's keeping all of the elements out. Yeah. And you say to yourself, I want the cheapest thing I can put there. Yeah. I don't I will never understand that. Huge mistake. Huge. Yeah. I, you know, when we look at, you know, costs across the country, there's no doubt that there are, you know, rising prices due to labor shortages and, and material costs going up all around the country. And we're sensitive to, you know, the pressures that, that people feel in selecting, you know, materials for their home and trying to do it under a budget. Um, the flip side is the impact over time of having to then replace products that maybe at the time were $100 less over the whole house um, costs you five grand later down the line in, in maintenance and upkeep. So, you know, it's easy to pick the right trim seven years later once you've seen the wear and tear. Whereas if you look at it as a system and the different products working together, then everything gets maintain at the same rate hindsight is always 2020. 2020 i was thinking the exact same thing you are inside my head right now that's always, crazy always i was thinking the exact same thing if i could have known if i could have known 12 years ago when i sighted my house with hardy that the trim was going to be uh that was going to not only be rotting but that if i'd have used hardy trim it would have been perfect man i would have done it we got to take another quick break. When we come back, more with James Hardy. You're listening to Tony Corey, your weekend warrior. Don't go.
listening to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. If you haven't already, go check us out on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash WW Home Show. Uh, we're also on Pinterest. If you want to go check that out, pinterest.com slash WW Home Show. Uh, or if you'd like to email Tony or I, you can go to our uh, par.com website, click on the Weekend Warriors link. Both Tony and I's email addresses are on there. We love getting your questions and comments. Feel free. Yep, absolutely. We love Send to Tony the negative ones. All right. <clears throat> is that how that's going to be? Is that how you're going to be? Just like that? <laughs> we love to hear, from the, you know, good stuff, bad stuff. It doesn't matter. We love to hear from the listeners. So we've been talking to Nicolette and Mitch from Hardy, James Hardy uh, Products. And uh, really, during the break, I always like to tell the folks what we were talking about. During the break, we were talking about some of the other products that are available. Um, artisan product. I'm jumping forward, I know, because we're going to talk about all this stuff. But the Artisan product. Let's really quickly just overview the artisan product the artisan product is a lap siding right just like the standard hardy plank right except it's super thick it gives a heavy shadow line and it's smooth i think with no cedar mill let's talk a little bit about that and what makes it so amazing so I, you're you're right there um we launched a new product line called aspire and so as we look around at the character of the different homes and how do we achieve it, we compete a lot with wood looks and what wood can achieve with the thickness that it has available to it. And so we wanted to create a thicker plank. Um, and in doing that, that also requires that we create a thicker trim so that the siding doesn't stick out further than the, the plank does. Right. And so we, we actually manufacture a two by four and a two by six. And as you look at the other trims that we have, we have all the different widths of four quarter and five quarter trims that people would need to com complete their house. And so the, the siding component of it is one, one factor of it. The trim is the other. And as we look at the, the design, we launched a lap siding. It's five eighths thick. It's the artisan profile that installs just like a beveled cedar siding would. It's got tongue and groove at the butt joints so that those lay flat on the wall and it gives that nice, deep, rich shadow line that you can see from the street. It also allows you to do a few additional things because of its thickness. It allows you to do an actual mitered corner, which provides a design aesthetic that most homeowners haven't seen in a long time. And it really stands out. Uh, you'll see some of these things featured at the Street of Dreams if you're able to go this year and get some ideas about what to do on your own home. What's exciting for us inside of Hardy is being able to launch the other profiles with that thickness. So we've had the lap, comes in smooth. It also comes in kind of a textured pattern, which is more like a wood type scenario. And then the other profiles we have are all smooth and they're flat to the wall and they're made to mimic the old beveled cedar siding, channel siding. We've got a V groove, which is very similar to you know, pattern 137 cedar products that you've seen out there. And many of these are going to be highlighted at the Street of Dreams this year. The Street of Dreams in the Portland area, which is out at the Reserve Golf Course. 
Yes, we've we kind of our show is uh, simulcast uh, in a lot of different markets. So if you have a Street of Dreams in your area, if you're in Seattle or if you're down in Medford or um, if you're in the Bend area, um, we're talking about the Portland metro area. So the Portland, um, not to say there won't be Portland, Portland in Seattle. I don't mean I don't know if they have a Street of Dreams in Seattle, but if they do, they probably feature some. Some James Hardy products. It's not but if some, someone say someone it, was sure. interested in seeing a lot of these products, first off, you can find them on the website. Absolutely. JamesHardy.com. Otherwise, if they wanted to see something in person, how would somebody get a hold of somebody to say, hey, can is there a project I can go look at or is there a subdivision I can go look at? Absolutely. So in every market, we have reps that are able to point people towards product that's actually installed on the wall for, for homeowners to see as they make decisions about their products. Uh, reciting your home is a big investment and it's important to be able to show people not just what it looks like online, but what it looks like in real life. So many of our partners like PAR have different display walls within their yards to be able to show homeowners what these products look like or they have samples that they can give out. You can also request samples online at jameshardy.com. We're happy to point homeowners at all times to, to different places that they can see different products highlighted in their area. And we try to make it strategic where places that they can see the products are always available to the public. So, for example, if you live in the Portland metropolitan area and you will go down to the Home Builders Association, you'll actually see our V-Groove product on the wall. If you go to the Salem HBA, you'll see the Artisan Lap featured. If you go to the Parade of Homes... Because uh, you live in Clark County, you'll see different products of Hardee's from our new Aspire line highlighted there as well. So if you want to know where those products are out, you can reach out to your PAR partner and, and, and get in touch with James Hardy, and we'll be able to point you in your neck of the woods where you can see these things. Yeah, there's one really unique thing about James Hardy that always comes to mind from my perspective as a uh, lumber salesman. James Hardy, you, you think about this, think about a cider. Think about any any guy or gal who does siding for a living. And you think about where they learned to do that skill. And it's typically from the person they worked with. And they learned it from the person they worked with. Mm -hmm. And they learned it from the person they worked with. It's like this, this trade. There's, there's no siding school. You don't go to siding university and learn how to do siding and trim and flashing properly. And it's probably the most important thing to go on your house. Like I said before, you know, it's the first line of defense between the climate and your, you know, home, you know, the, the very sensitive wood framing that, you know, is strong, but if it gets wet, it's ruined. And it would be a lot easier if you were just siding big walls, but you don't, you have to side around holes in the wall, right? Windows and doors, vents, and all of those things. Yeah. So the, I mean, you think about it, Tony, you, you know, from our perspective, James Hardy has an awesome program for instructing, for teaching siders how to properly side a home. So if you see a James Hardy uh, certified installer, you know that they've gone through that class and that course from you guys. Right? Am I right there? No, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, you know, if you look at a given market, whether it's uh, in Oregon or whether it's in Washington, 
you'd probably find 2,500, maybe up to 4,000 guys that say, I can re-side your house. Now, some of them could be landscapers, or some of them could be full-time siders, and right. most homeowners really don't know. So we try to hit the easy button for the homeowners, and we have a preferred contractor program. So out of those 2,500, we actually have two, uh, um, uh, about 21 preferred remodelers that are we actually endorse on our website. So the best way to find them is through uh, our website at jameshardy.com. Amazing. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm super excited to get into all of the products that we got to talk about. We got to take another quick break. We're always taking a break. Uh, when we come back, more James Hardy products. So don't go away. You're listening to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Thanks for staying with us. Today in the show, we're talking about James Hardy. We've got a couple guests in the studio with us. We've got Mitch Cook and Nicolette Hides with James Hardy. Thanks for coming in today. We've uh, we've learned a lot. And uh, speaking of learning, before the break, you know, but we were talking about how James Hardy really goes above and beyond with um, in- installation instructions and. And you guys' catalog or your book, your installation book is huge, has every scenario you could ever think of, but you go a step beyond that and you actually hold classes to teach contractors how to be, how to side properly, right? No, absolutely. I mean, every state um, has got uh, a plethora of hardy reps and that's why our uh, our channel partners such as Par Lumber uh, love us so much because we're pretty easily to get a hold of. Uh, so here in Oregon, we've got uh, six reps, and up in Washington, we have seven. So we have a lot of feet on the ground, and with that comes a lot of uh, ability to train and support installers. Uh, so you'd find us that makes us very unique as a manufacturer that we have a dedicated installation tech rep in each of our markets. Uh, their entire sole fo- focus is out there is making sure that we're uh, delivering product uh, quality product to the job sites as well as ensuring that uh, we're helping contractors learn the best installation techniques possible uh, to ensure that our homeowners have a durable product on their house that's going to last for a long period of time. So we've got a lot of great resources even for just our homeowners. So you can go to jameshardy.com and you can research uh, research everything about us in terms of uh, how to install our products. And that includes everything from our plank and panel to shingle and even soffit in there. I really love the vision of James Hardy, right? Because here's what's happening. They have their people, right, um, boots on the ground, in the subdivisions, at the jobs, right, uh, seeing the product on the job, showing people how it needs to be installed. By doing that, Corey, by spending the time to make sure that the people installing the product are doing it right, they have less issues with installation errors, which less issues with product performance, which ultimately less issues with product replacement. I mean, you're literally saving uh, yourselves money by spending money, making sure that you're saving money. I mean, you see what I'm saying? You're, you're spending money on the front side 
have people out at the job site making sure the product's being installed correctly. That and that uh, bolsters the name and the performance of the product and uh, protects you in that way. Plus, keeps you from having to um, deal with um, installation issues in the in in the future. So that's absolutely awesome. And well, you, nobody wants to do it incorrectly. It's nobody's desire to to do it wrong. Um, and it's an unfortunate scenario if that were to come up. Um, really, for us, it's about supporting not only it's to make the best product that we can. Let's start there. It's to make the best product to survive in this environment that we have in the Pacific Northwest and really across the country, depending on what HZ zone or Hardy zone you're in. Yeah. Uh, but then the other component of it, it, it's not, if you install it incorrectly, that can lead to issues down the line. And so our focus is around how do we help remove the issues that could come by having the proper installation. And so we offer that credited class uh, if you have your contractor's license and want to learn more about siting and best practices and how to make it not only perform for its warranty, but for its aesthetically holding its appearance as well. We, we provide those classes and contractors are able to get credits for those continuing education classes as well. Yeah, that's uh, I feel like that you are, you know how they say you make your own luck, right? Like some people talk about destiny, but they say you, you make your own luck. Literally Hardy is out there making their own luck. They're saying, hey, look, Let's not leave it to chance. Let's get out, show them how to do it the way it needs to be done. And the result is going to be better. And so they, it's really, uh, it's smart. It's a smart way about going about business. And we need that. I mean, it, there's no doubt new people are going to have to join the labor force in order for us to supply the demand that we have. I mean, during the downturn, we didn't keep up with the demand and the population growth that we had as a top destination for people to move to, which has been great that people want to move to our state, but it's difficult to deliver in the construction industry the demand that is is there. And so how do we as a partner, as a manufacturer to builders and GCs and all these different folks that use our products, how do we support them? And part of that component is training labor. So Hardy has a long history in the U.S. And and what fueled the growth of Hardy in the Pacific Northwest? Uh, good for us and fortunate for others, um, for sure. So, I mean, we've been in the market since 1980, but uh, like you said earlier, nobody really heard about us until the 90s. So there's an unfortunate thing that happened in the 90s that uh, a lot of us are really passionate about it because it cost a lot of people a lot of money, and it still is. Yeah. Uh, so that came really with uh, cedar prices going up. Uh, became very difficult to get some of our softwood lumbers from whether that's Canada or different parts of the U.S. And with that, we started moving as an industry in the Northwest to other products that mimic cedar and look just like it, but didn't have the same price point. So with that came things like engineered lumber. So you would see oriented strand board and you see cheaper wood alternatives like spruce, pine, and fir trim that are generally on the interior of a house. We threw an exterior grade primer on it and called it an exterior trim, <laughs> yeah. which it really is not. Yeah, I remember a Masonite product that uh, uh, crashed and burned before it even had a chance. Yeah, it was, to it get... was essentially MDF on the exterior of your home. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, people were trying anything to to find a solution, uh, an affordable solution during that time. Yeah, typically, if you see something um, like a siding product for your home, and then it says, "Yeah, put it up as siding, but don't let it get wet." First yeah. red flag. Yeah. <laughs> red flag. Yeah. I'm going to feel that's going to be a problem. <laughs> uh, but at that, uh, it was at that time that Hardy stepped up. Yep. It was in the 90s. I mean, that was our catalyst. So you saw all those different engineered lumbers um, start to fail, and they failed very quickly. Uh, it was about a 10-year period that they went on, and 
they didn't have a lot of product failures, but then it was almost overnight where uh, it was announced that most of them went through a class action lawsuit, and that was the catalyst for Hardy. You know, we were still kind of known as uh, the new kid on the block, so yet some homeowners go with a vinyl-based product, which really doesn't fit the market look in the Northwest because we've always been a wood-dominated market. So you saw vinyl uh, kind of shift up a little bit, and then Hardy kind of quickly kicked them to the side and has kind of become the predominant uh, product now. And we've done that over time because of the durability message. And like I said, it was uh, it was about a 10-year period where it was performing just fine for those oriented strand boards, and then those products started to fail. So when you look at Hardy now, is we are not a 10-year product. We've been in this U.S. market since the 80s, and we've been very big in the Northwest since the early 90s. And since then, you've seen us go on about 8 million homes. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's... Uh... It's huge. It's huge stardom on and Hardy is, uh, has saturated the market. I feel like absolutely the sighting. Well, one thing I'll say is, I mean, I've worked for Parlamber company for 14 years and I have never, ever one time seen a Hardy claim ever. I'm sure, I'm sure they've happened. I'm sure they have too. I have never heard. I mean, nobody's ever perfect, but I've never seen one. I've never had anybody come to me and say, yeah, I put Hardy on the house 20 years ago, and um, and last year mice started crawling out from the inside. Apparently, they laid eggs in there in the late 80s, and uh, I, don't, I don't think mice lay eggs. And the, <laughs> I've never heard a story. I'm saying I've never heard a story. I have to make something up. So you know, as we talk about R and D, you know, research and development, we have a weather chamber where we test out of our products to make sure that they're able to last for the long term, and that's important. With the new products that are coming into the market today, they might look exciting they might deliver a lower cost point but can they perform in this environment and that's critical to the the exterior of your home yeah Yeah. that's the extra step that james hardy goes through to make sure that the products are what they say they're going to do the the performance will be there before you even release them into the wild Here's something else that's a very big deal um, with people in the Pacific Northwest. We know because we hear this all the time, and it's sustainability, right? What is Hardy doing to live up to the expectation of manufacturing uh, eco-friendly products or Leeds-type products? And I, we got to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'd like to hear um, just a little bit about how Hardy is addressing those concerns. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Don't go away. You're listening to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. We'll be right back. to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Thanks so much to James Hardy for sitting down with us today to talk about everything that is fiber cement. I feel like, uh, you know, we've kind of talked a lot about you know, the, the durability of James Hardy and why you would choose a product like James Hardy siding, um, because we live in such a harsh environment. I mean, it's, it's kind of a no brainer there. If you want 
something that's going to last forever, hold paint forever, practically. You know, it's the, James Hardy's the way to go. Um, before the break, Tony, you had said something about sustainability. Right. That is uh, on the forefront of so many people's minds because we only have one planet and we need to treat it right. So what what is James Hardy doing on that front to be as green as possible? Yeah, I think it all starts uh, right at the beginning, the locally sourced raw materials. And what I mean by locally sourced is we have 10 manufacturing plants across the U.S. And what that helps us do is uh, is get locally sourced materials. So the materials we use are really just inert products. Uh, it really helps us cut down our carbon footprint because we're not cutting down trees and wasting a lot of energy to actually produce these materials. They're readily available. It's concrete and sand. And you know, if you look at silica sand, it's the most commonly reoccurring mineral in the Earth's crust. So it's, it's pretty easy for us to mine that, that material. So having those 10 manufacturing plants help us cut down our carbon footprint because we're not shipping product all over the place. So typically you would see the materials that we source as well as the board we manufacture and it going all the way to the home is all done within 500 miles. So that helps us get one of our lead credits. Uh, we get a lot of our credits also from how we manufacture our board as well. So we have a zero to landfill mentality uh, as well as how we use recycled water. So we need a lot of water to produce our product during the manufacturing process. Uh, and actually uh, we recycle the water uh, up to 10 times before we uh, we put it back in the natural environment. Tony recycles his underwear up to 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> Once a week, whether I need it or not. <laughs> and then we uh, we look at everything, like I was saying earlier, around the installation. So we get uh, the good housekeeping seal of approval, uh, really because of the durability of our board. And that durability really impacts how many products are actually going to the landfill. So it took us a long time to get it because we had to make sure that our product was proven. But uh, a few years back, we were able to get the good housekeeping seal of approval, and we're really proud. And in 2017, we were given uh, the most sustainable product award by uh, Green Builder Magazine. So it's something we are uh, extremely proud of. Yeah, wow, that, that, is, that cool. is impressive. Corey and I got uh, Corey and I got a thing one time. <laughs> what was the thing we got? I don't know. We got a thing. We were in a magazine once. Yeah, we have yeah. a picture from a magazine. Yeah, and they gave us a trophy. We had to pay for it. But <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It, that happened once, 2012 or something. Tony's sustainable. Not as cool as your thing, though. Yeah, you know, we're proud of it for sure, but I'd be proud of yours too. So, yeah, congratulations, guys. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of hard work there. Well, here's what, I, here's what I'm taking away from what you said. And the number one thing is the word is local. Very, 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 very local. The amount of product that you manufacture and that you distribute and that gets put on homes right here right in the pacific northwest and that's what we're talking about uh tacoma um reno yeah montana yeah literally made in the pacific northwest yeah and it's, as you look at our plants across the country they're all in the united states right so you've got 10 across the u.s so we're american made and applying or supplying jobs to to people out there and and if you look at our Tacoma plant specifically, you'll find that we're doing a massive investment to expand and make more product in the Pacific Northwest to, for the demand that's out here. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. I mean, you think about like cedar siding, you know, if you're thinking about cedar, almost all of our cedar siding comes exported from Canada. I mean, so to cut it down up there, truck it all the way here, you know, I mean, it's, it's not very sustainable. It's not local either. Right. I mean, it's a big deal. Local is a big deal. Locally made, locally uh, distributed, 
uh, locally purchased. And so it's it's a very big deal. Buying local, the whole country has been on a buy local thing for a long time, right? Uh, and there's a lot of reasons for that. And we're not, it's not a political show, so we're not getting into all that stuff. But there's a lot to be said for a company that manufactures and distributes local. Uh, and I love that. Absolutely love that. Yeah, Tony, we, the, uh, we absolutely love that as well. Um, you know, one of the last green things I will uh, bring up about a product as uh, uh, we do offer a pre-finished product. And with that pre-finished product, uh, there's a lot of questions that we get around VOCs. What is the process to paint our product? And it is a, a low VOC process. And the nice thing about our Color Plus product is it actually eliminates all VOCs. So VOCs can be very harmful to humans as well as our Earth's atmosphere. And it's something that uh, we're very proud of. Yeah, VOCs, if it doesn't sound familiar to you, is a volatile organic compound. It's like off-gassing. Uh, Tony, Tony off gases. I, a I lot. have very high VOCs. Uh, uh, I, there's something I, I can't help it. It's pizza or whatever. Um, but <laughs> is that what that smell is? Caulking <laughs> and uh, paint and a lot of products that we use, folks. A lot of products that we use have uh, volatile organic compounds that they off gas. And so one of the things, and they're known to the state of California to cause cancer. <laughs> is that everything causes cancer in California? In does. California. Uh, so, so companies that are using these types of products are, are trying to find, um, alternative low VOC or no VOC products. So that's, uh, that's awesome. Pre-finished, uh, we're talking about the color plus product, right? That's correct. Yeah. What are the biggest benefits of color plus? I mean, other than the low VOC, I mean, you just to explain what color plus is, it's James Hardy. Lap siding, James Hardy trim, James Hardy panels, pre-finished, pre-painted. I mean, they come out to your project, done. You put them up, and you walk away. Nope, that's exactly right. I mean, there's two things that we say makes a Hardy house look bad. And that can be a really cheap paint job, either by a cheap painter that doesn't know what they're doing, or with a very low-quality paint, as well as in cheap wood trim that we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. So about 10 years ago, we actually uh, took a pre-finishing process and we brought it in-house. We actually came up with an industrial-based baked-on coating process. So with that, you see, is we have a proprietary process as well as a proprietary coating that's engineered specifically for our fiber cement. We know that's going to perform long-term. So that is one of the things that uh, when we look at is uh, really what goes into it. So we look at what causes finishes to fail. The first thing, like I said, is going to be the poor paint job and the cheap ingredients. But then we got to look at things like climatic variables. So are we painting when it's high humidity or low humidity? Has that board that is being painted on, has it been wet in the last two days? Um, what does the overall wind look like? What is the UV exposure? Are we painting in direct sunlight? We had all of those factors together, and it makes it very difficult to paint a house here in the Northwest. It really does. I don't know how any builder gets a house painted in the wintertime, but it's somehow it happens, and I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, it I happens. Mean, they're definitely not tenting the whole thing off. Mm -hmm. There's no telling how long it's going to last, but it happens. <laughs> so let's, sorry, what are you, you going to say? I was just going to say, you know, and as you look at field applied paint, one of the things that we measure in our weather chamber as part of the R&D process is the fade factor. So undoubtedly, the south side of a home takes more sun than any other side, and that side tends to fade a little bit faster than any other side of the home. And so you can repaint that one side, which would be more 
brilliant or more bright than the other sides, or you paint the whole house before the house needs to be repainted. And typically you see this more with darker colors of paint. It's more evident than in lighter colors, but it happens equally with any color you select. So, you know, it's, it's on my personal house, I've taken the darkest color to test this out. In our color plus, I chose iron gray, and it's kind of a deep blue gray color. And I've contrasted that with an Arctic white trim, so it really pops. And then I, my neighbor liked the color and they're painted it the same. And so you can see over a very short period of time, I've only lived in the house for three years now, the difference of the field applied versus this industrial coating that gets baked onto our finish with Color Plus. Nice. Yeah, I just uh, recently had my house painted. Um, and of course, I have hardy siding on the house. We went with a super dark blue. Um, and it, it turned out so amazing. I mean, it looks really good. I, I've got a top quality painter, top quality paint, made sure that it was applied properly. And anyways, it, it looks absolutely amazing. I love those dark colors. <laughs> so good. Yeah. You're just going to pay for it later when it fades, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to sell it now. So <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a couple sell questions it while it looks good. I have just a couple kidding. questions about the pre-finishing process. I mean, it's, is it just paint? I mean, are you just using regular old paint and you're painting it on and it's you're baking it, it's coming out, so it's or is it a lot different? Is it much better than what you would get from a normal painter with really high quality paint? Yeah, I I know that there's you have a lot to say about that whole color plus process and how it saves the homeowner money. But before we cover that, we got to take a quick break. So, we're going to take a quick break when we come back more from Hardy and their Color Plus product. You're listening to Tony and Corey. Don't go away. back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. We're talking about James Hardy today, and uh, we've got a couple guests in the studio with us from James Hardy. Before the break, we were talking about the paint. You, you guys sell what's called Color Plus, and it's a pre-finished James Hardy siding, trim, all of the above, right? The question I had is, what makes it different than having a guy just come out and paint your house? Yeah, you, well, you were saying specifically, what is it about the paint process that makes it better than a, better. a good paint? I mean, yeah, what if I mean, you just went to the store and bought a really good yeah, paint go and to painted your house? Sherwin-Williams or Miller Paint or or Benjamin Moore or whatever and get paint. Is that what we're talking about? And you said, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, no. I try, I try not to call them out by name, but... Uh, <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm, uh, not, yes. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. <laughs> uh, tell us about the process that the, whether the paint goes through in in the warehouse when it's made, and uh, and so we can determine how that compares to doing it on site. Well, you heard me talk about earlier the two things that we worry about is uh, is really kind of like that cheap paint job. That was one of them, and then trim. So the cheap paint job doesn't mean that they're a bad painter. Doesn't even mean it's a bad quality of paint. It really means that we're also dealing with the climactic variables out there. 
So first and foremost with Hardy, everything is done in a factory controlled environment. So it's the same way when you purchase your car, you wouldn't buy a prime car and bring it home and hire a painter and paint yeah. it outside. You're <laughs> no. just worried about too many issues. You know, the right. manufacturer is going to do it better. Right. So it's the same way with siding. We looked at it and said, well, why can't we do it uh, the same way the automobile industry does and come up with more of that coating baked on process. So we, uh, we went from using a third-party factory pre-finisher to taking that product off the market about 15 years ago. Uh, we selected uh, and worked with about four different uh, paint manufacturers, a couple of them which you named their names. <laughs> uh, we tested 10,000 formulas with them over a four-year span. And before, we actually selected on uh, the manufacturer we use today, which is we source the pigments portion of our process from Valspar, which is owned by Sherwin-Williams now. Uh, and really what you find is that's where it starts. The pigments that we use are actually all organic pigments. Most of the uh, the pigments and most of the cans of paint that you buy, whether it's at Sherwin-Williams or Benjamin Moore or Rada, those are all man-made pigments. And that man-made pigment will break down more frequently than an organic pigment mm. will. The next overall just goes through the process. So everything's done in that environment. But we actually have a board and the painting process and the paint that is all engineered to work in conjunction with each other. So the first thing you see with that, uh, that process is we heat the board up. We know the exact right temperature that our coating adheres to our fiber cement the best. It goes through two different uh, coating processes. We heat the board up yet again to keep it at that ideal surface temperature. It goes through a third and final coat. And at the very end, it's a flash baked on process. So it's cured and fully ready to go in your house once it comes out of that last oven. So what you find is that consistency from one span of the board to the other gets down to one one hundred thousandth of a percentile of millage. And the millage is all around how much paint is left over on the board after everything dries. So that's how we create the consistency where you're not worrying so much about one part of the house fading uh, different and worse than the other part because it's all based on field applied paint and painters right. where it's based on how long their arm is and how tall the ladder was, how big their reach was. Are they tired? Was it a Friday and it's cocktail hour <laughs> yeah. and they're trying to get home early and now they're throwing rain? a gallon of water and <laughs> trying to water down the paint to spread it out a little bit thinner and, yeah. and kilt that house faster. So you look at all those variables together and uh, and we are very proud of our uh, our board and we know against any field applied paint that our uh, our Color Plus product is going to uphold longer. And I can tell you from my own personal experience, just the level of testing that my husband has really put the Color Plus siding that I have on my own house to oh, the yeah? test. Oh, really? yeah? Really? Tell me about that. Yeah. So we have a, a, a beautiful barbecue in the backyard, and uh, he got a little too close to the house, and a little flameage went up. And, and because our products not only have that great finish, but are non-combustible, you know, I had, I still have a house. I still have siding and everything is still great. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, Tony, you have a very similar story. I do. Yeah. The same. I have hardy siding on my house and I have a Traeger. We, it's a, it's a pellet grill. Uh, we, and we were smoking our turkey on Thanksgiving and I had not properly cleaned out the flue on my pellet grill. Sounds and, very Tony. And um, while I was just in the house, you know, the turkey, turkey was on the grill for like nine hours. So I'm in the house and I went out there just to check on it at one point and literally the entire uh, grill and uh, the flue and everything was engulfed in flames. And here is my heart. It was like six inches from the hardy siding and uh, un unaffected, unaffected completely. And I think, you know, as you see people spending more time outside and in Oregon, usually in a covered space, having products that are non-combustible next to the area where we're barbecuing is important. 
But as you expand that out across where else does that matter, you know, we're hearing so much about the fires that we've been through. Yeah, you think about every, all of our listeners in Bend and Central Oregon. Right. That is on the forefront of their minds. Right. You know, the, they're siding in their home, catching fire very right. easily. Right. So to have something that is non-combustible, it's a no-brainer. It's a big deal. Right. And, and even in not only just in, in rural areas, if you're building your house on your own lot or you're in a drier climate, but you think about the density with which we're building even in the metropolitan areas and you've got houses that are becoming closer and closer together and the peace of mind that having a home that's, you know, first of all, got all the right products on it with, with the hardy product lines that has the warranty that then has the other impacts where it's engineered for climate to ensure that it's going to perform wherever it is that you live and it's non-combustible. So when you look out your window, and in my case, your neighbor is just right across the way, yeah. seven feet over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can literally <laughs> open your window and knock on theirs and say, yeah. you got any TP? I'm ran out. <laughs> <laughs> It's the worst. <laughs> nice. But I don't worry about the flame spread. <laughs> right. <laughs> the conflagration of flame, right? Uh, so if, when we're, ta- yeah, when we're talking about the pre-finished uh, color plus hardy siding um, and the, the cost that goes into doing that at the job site, right? Hiring a painter, buying the paint, getting the job done, not even to address the mm. quality alone, which makes it worth it, right? Uh, but just talking about the hard cost uh, you said that the paint, the Color Plus product, allows you to skip a painting cycle. So it's going to last uh, twice as long as a field paint application. Yeah, easily twice as long. In many cases, depending on the paint and the quality of painter, it could be even more. So if we use a very low quality paint and a cheap painter, you know, you're talking about multiple paint cycles potentially. So the big thing for us that we're always uh, looking for for homeowners is uh, giving them the brand promise. And the brand promise is around aesthetics and durability and low maintenance. So us putting out not only trim products and shingle products and panel and lap siding products, but also a painting product puts everything not only in the same maintenance cycle for the homeowner, but also gives them a system that creates single source warranty for them as well. So we're not using a third party trim with hardy plank siding and a different paint everything is with the same manufacturer. It's a good promise for the homeowner. Yeah, a uh, system. I feel like that was the first thing I was thinking at the beginning of this show, right? When we very first started talking was we need to talk about the Hardy system. Hardy makes a lot of amazing products. Uh, and those amazing products are amazing by themselves, but they're ultra awesome and especially amazing when you use them together in a system. And uh, you, you really are... Um, you're avoiding any weak link in the entire process. Yeah, you know, Tony, even down to the light blocks, hose bibs, uh, all of those things that... Soffit material. Soffit material, the, you know, the light blocks and hose bibs, you guys don't actually make, but there's companies out there now that take your product, your trim product, cut them into light blocks and hose bibs so you can have literally an entire house Wrapped and hardy. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, absolutely is the case. Thank um, you guys so much for coming in. We're yeah, totally out guys. of time. Totally guys. out of time. It's been so good having you, and we really appreciate it and love your product. Thank you so much for being with us. James Hardy Products, folks. You, uh, this is It's definitely the future for sure. That's all the time we got. We'll talk to you again next week. Have an amazing weekend. You're listening to Tony Corey right here on the Weekend Warriors Radio Network. Have a great week.